0: Today I have a very special episode of Finding Peace in God's Word. It was an interview recorded with Larry Roberts at the SPARK Conference in Nashville, Tennessee in March 2022, and I talk about some behind-the-scenes things about podcasting that you might not have known if you've been a listener of this podcast, so I hope that you'll join me today. Welcome to the Finding Peace in God's Word podcast, the podcast for people who want biblical solutions for life's problems. I'm your host, Sarah Geringer, Christian author, speaker, artist, and creative coach. I'm excited to share my insights, struggles, hopes, and victories in Christ with you on this podcast. So in early March of 2022, I was blessed to be able to attend the SPARK Conference for Christian Podcasters. It is hosted by my friend, Misty Phillip, and she rounded up some interview opportunities for us. And I sat down with Larry Roberts. He's the host of the You're the Boss podcast, and I will share his information in the show notes. And we just had a nice talk about... Uh, Several different things regarding podcasting and content creation. So I hope you enjoy this interview today. We're going to talk about how content creators can spread the gospel through podcasting, how I got started in podcasting, how a video podcast that I made helped me find my intern, and how the parable of the sower applies to us as we spread the gospel through podcasting.
1: Hey what's happening everybody Larry Roberts coming back to you from the Spark Media Conference right here at the Gaylord Opryland in Nashville Tennessee. This is year three of the Spark Media Conference and I tell you I've had an opportunity to talk to I'm going to put the number up around 30 35 folks over the last 12 hours and right now I have a great opportunity to speak to one more and that's Sarah Geringer. Did I say it right, Sarah? You got it. That's so awesome. It's the hard Gs. I, that's what got me through it, honestly. Because uh-huh. I look at it and I wanted to say jur. Uh-huh. But gur, I got it. So, welcome. <laughs>
0: Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> so, tell me, is this your first time at Spark?
0: Well, uh, I, I did the online Spark in 2020. Okay. Which was great because I actually had... COVID at the time. Oh, wow. Okay. So I was okay. laying down. <laughs> COVID makes you so tired. Yeah. But I was laying down in my bed listening to it. Uh, and that was so convenient. But you miss the in person. Sure. Action, and that's the best thing about these conferences. So yes, this is my first live. Spark. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I kind of coined a, a phrase this morning. It's it's uh, emotion over emojis now because we're back in person and we can start expressing these emotions once again we can hug necks and we can shake hands and we can interact as compared to you know throwing a little heart on there or uh, a 100 or whatever your emoji of choice may be so this is cool and it's great to get together have this kind of fellowship and interact with other creators that are that have similar goals to ours so tell me about your podcast
0: I actually have two podcasts. They're both solo podcasts. So Interesting. Yes, but I have been a guest on about 60 different podcasts. Okay. So I, I love guesting pretty much just as much as hosting. Yeah. So uh, my main podcast is called Heart in a Drawer, and it's for adult children of divorce. Okay. So it's a healing, and hope-filled uh, podcast for uh, people who don't really realize that the problems that they're facing are connected to that original trauma of the divorce okay and then my second podcast is called finding peace in god's word and it's really just a transliteration of the over 800 blog posts that i've written over the years wow primarily a christian author and so it's uh transcribing those from uh just reading it to audio and so I'm reaching a whole new group of people through that sure and it's been really fun to see that a younger crowd than I normally reach is picking those up because they're just short episodes and I think that appeals to people so it's been fun to kind of experiment and see how these different um, episodes resonate with me.
1: Yeah, reasons. it's it's interesting there that you're you're doing the short episodes, and they seem to be performing pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, I think especially the younger generation is getting in tune with shorter attention spans. Exactly. I mean, we have reels, we have uh, the TikToks, which I think maybe now they go up to three minutes. Mm-hmm. But even at three minutes, that that's no time at all it's still super super quick. So, to be able to leverage that and provide an inspirational and uplifting message uh, in a similar time frame I'm assuming. How long do your your those episodes usually run?
0: 5 to 7 minutes. Okay,
1: 5 to, and and that's kind of long for it's almost long form content.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, my other ones are 15, 20, 30 minutes, so it just okay. depends on I just read what I've already written and a 500 word um short Blog post is really only three or four minutes long. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it's it's really great because as content creators, we're constantly thinking, how can we serve our audiences better? What can we do? And why not just repurpose your content? Uh, and then you don't have to start from scratch. Starting from scratch is so difficult. That's what I call alpha work. So why don't we just do beta work and just repackage or repurpose something that we've already done in the alpha stage and save save ourselves a lot of time and, and work.
1: Yeah, and, and that's what allows people to reach so many platforms simultaneously. You know, as content creators, it can be very overwhelming, trying to be everywhere on every platform for everybody. And, I mean, it can actually lead to pod fade or right. just overall burnout. They're like, I, I just can't do it. It's too much. But if you take that repurposing approach and slice it and dice it up into micro content even and and publish it, you've already got the content. So why not use it
0: right yeah it's not that you can't do it but do it in a way that suits your needs your your bandwidth in terms of what work you can accomplish because i i was paying someone to produce my episodes and that gets very expensive so i yes. learned how to do it myself and i told myself if i only have so much time in a week so i'm going to use it in this way because i can i can edit an, a short episode in not a whole lot of time. And um, that has worked for me, but it also is serving my audience and where they need, they want short content So it's a win-win for both of us.
1: Yeah, I I think as consumers, we're evolving as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, I put it on the younger kids. But, you know, even here in in my 50-year-old demographic, I'm still looking for quick content. You know, my attention spans not what it once was. And I don't want to listen to the fluff. I just want to get right to the heart of the matter. Where's the value? What's the value proposition of the content that you're creating?
0: Right. But just to go back to my other podcast that's longer content. Yeah that's heart work and when you're when you're speaking about issues of the heart and you're trying to heal that takes time and I think people are willing to sit and listen to a conversation of somebody that's further along the journey yeah because they're willing to learn and it's we talk about educating inspiring and entertaining so those are different purposes for different kinds of content so I feel like heart in a drawer is kind of um A mixture of the education and inspiration but it takes more time to develop those stories and I think as long we had a session about storytelling for podcasters Mm -hmm. today as long as you are creating content that is engaging people will sit with you for 15-30 minutes even on a solo podcast if you're going to offer them A-list quality content and that's what I try I feel like I'm getting better and better as a content creator the more you do it the more you do it the better that you get at producing what you want in a shorter amount of time you get more efficient I think with your words and your message and you start realizing uh, what's working and what's not and you can just make little tweaks to it to serve your audience better.
1: I can tell you're very skilled in that arena. Just in the way that you're presenting yourself here, I can tell you have a solo podcast because (laughs) you you enunciate everything very clearly. You're very well spoken on the mic. You've got a great voice, a great tonality. So I I can hear where that solo podcast comes through. Uh Did you find it challenging to jump into the solo podcasting space?
0: Oh, this is a story I love to tell. Okay. So I joined um, Misty Phillips' mastermind. She has some free masterminds once in a while. And this was in August of 2020. And I knew in this mastermind it was going to be a bunch of other podcasters. I wasn't a podcaster. Like I said, I, I primarily see myself as a as a Christian author. Uh-huh. So my podcasts serve my written message. That's how I was looking at it, promoting my books, right? Sure. So I go into this mastermind thinking I want to get – booked as a guest on these shows and I'm sitting there and the Holy Spirit speaks to me in the moment of this and he says you know that book that you want to write it needs to be a podcast first the one for adult children of divorce and when the Lord speaks to me that clearly yeah I'm not going to disobey him because I knew that was his idea that's his plan that's his people he wants to reach in that way and so I had to get ready even though it wasn't my idea and I didn't know how I was going to have time. In that group, uh, someone offered an, an idea for somebody to work with who was producing podcast episodes, so that made it possible. So all I did, I started doing, I just shot videos on my iPhone. And the producer would rip the audio off of those. And so I had the video content, and then I had the audio content. And we just rolled with it. Yeah. But like I said over time that got expensive and so I took I watched some videos and played around with it and I learned how to do it myself and um, even though I haven't been doing the videos as much now I'm just doing the audio version I'm okay with that because at least if people are discovering me for the first time there is some video that they can watch if they want to but really honestly I think most most people who are consuming podcasts, they're fine with just the audio part. Uh, discoverability is important on YouTube. YouTube yeah, is really yeah. good about that. And um, that's the
1: biggest challenge with an audio-only podcast is discoverability.
0: Right. Yeah. So if you can, we've heard this today several times. If, if you really want to grow your platform, you need to be on video. Yeah. So I would say, you know, if, um, if you're a content creator listening to this, that's something you should really try. Because video is another thing. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Yeah, The more comfortable. It is awkward. You feel very vulnerable (laughs) doing it. But with practice, it gets easier. And and people enjoy it. And you are going to reach a younger demographic. And I feel like, you know, in spreading the gospel, we've always got to be finding more people. We can't just be preaching to the crowd. We need to be inviting new people in. And there are young people um, Gen Zers who might never set foot in a church, but they're going to watch your YouTube videos. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what my motivation is to do that is to reach people who would never otherwise see me.
1: Yeah. Well, and a podcast allows you to do just that. Mm -hmm. But like you're saying with the discoverability, YouTube makes it so much easier. And, and, and the struggle there is, you know, podcasting is so fragmented. It's, you've got your podcast host and then you've got all the various players and all the different platforms that it goes out to. Some of which you don't even end up tracking, (laughs) you know, so it gets very difficult. But on YouTube, it's, it's all self-contained. The content lives there. The content's consumed there. All the analytics are there. I mean, it's the second biggest search engine on the internet. Exactly. Owned by the first. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I'll tell you a story
0: and this is the power of it, um, the, an intern I have working for me right now, the way she discovered me is she said she was watching Gaither Gospel music video okay. while she's washing her dishes. And you know how on on YouTube it makes those video suggestions like it auto-plays, yeah. right? Yeah. So mine wasn't the, the next one. It was the second one, and she had her hands wet so she couldn't go up to her phone and change it, right? Right. So my video pops up. And she starts subscribing to my podcast, my blog posts, my, my email list. She would have never actually looked for me. But because of the power of the search engine on YouTube, yeah, it led her. And she wasn't even... She was saying, adult child of divorce? Well, that's me. Yeah. So it was a discoverability thing for her. And uh, it's led her on her own healing journey. That's so amazing. It's like you know the the parable of the sower mm-hmm. he just so, he just casts the seeds and then god worries about how those seeds grow but we have to be casting those seeds that's our job just throw them wherever we can as often as we can as many as we can yeah because god is going to have some of those turn into plants that flourish and then produce more seeds later we just won't see all that until we get to heaven
1: that's such an amazing story to know that you just stumbled on a super fan right out of the gate. You were much. speaking to someone, yeah. And I mean, the, the, how else do you define that other than a God thing?
0: I know it's it's I amazing. Mean, her, 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 her
1: her hands were wet from doing the dishes. She couldn't she couldn't get off of the video. So it's like <laughs> you're going to listen to this. Yes, that's so amazing. That's I a great know. great story. Yeah. Wow. Well, tell everybody once again the name of both of your shows, where they can find them, and how they can find you as well.
0: Okay. So Heart in a Drawer is the podcast for adult children of divorce. Finding Peace in God's Word is the podcast that's just those short encouraging devotions and the best way to do it is just to go to sarageringer.com and you will see if you scroll down on that page I have a page that says podcasts and you just click on that and both of them are there. I also have all of the interviews I've ever been on I've been interviewed on about 60 different wow. podcasts. They're all on there. So there's a ton of content you can access right there. And once you click on that, you can see all the places that the podcasts are on.
1: That's awesome. Awesome. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me. I, I'm you. glad that I, I don't remember her name that went and got you for me, but I'm glad <laughs> she went out and said, I know her. Let me go get her. Cause this was an awesome conversation. <laughs> well,
0: thank you so, thank much. you so
1: much. Enjoy the rest of the conference. Yeah. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: To get show notes and more free resources, visit sarahgerringer.com. Sign up for my Tea on Tuesdays newsletter for exclusive benefits. Also, you can send me prayer requests and join my rewards program for donors. Until next time, remember that you can find peace in God's Word for every problem that you're facing.